Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Very excited for today because we have a special guest, Fit Vegan Superstar, which gets back for like the second or third time. Um, we have Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. awesome. Thank you. Um, so is it the second time or third time you come on the podcast? Second podcast. Yeah. I think okay. I did it. My first one was halfway through the program. Yeah. So you're like been... 35 pounds down, I think at that point, right? This, I think so. I have... It was before my 40th birthday and I was trying to get to 40 pounds, but I was just, but yeah, you're right. So <laughs> big changes since then. Yeah. So first podcast was at 35 pounds and now mm. you finished at around 74 pounds yeah. of fat loss. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You know, it's funny though, because I remember our, in, like when you and I spoke for the first time and, uh, I was like, I'm going to do this just so you know, like I'm going to do this <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> and here you are 74 yeah. pounds lighter. And yeah. like you were a big inspiration to a lot of members in the tribe, which I'm sure they're super excited about this episode and they're listening to it right now. Hopefully I, I've known that we'll have a lot of members listening to this one. Um, <laughs> So yeah, man, today I just kind of want to dive into like your journey, how that whole process was, because, uh, you know, 74 pounds is a major shift in how your body functions on a day-to-day -day basis and, you know, how you, how you get to live your life on a day-to-day -day. and, um, you've just become a, it's just a superhuman, you know, just like you're running half marathons for fun on a weekend. Like even I don't do that, you know, so you got to like a whole, a whole other level. But I, I'd love to kind of just go back for the people that are potentially new to the podcast or hearing yeah. of you for the first time. Like, how did it all start for you before you were this like super fit vegan? You know, it was that like we were in the midst of the pandemic. I think I joined in May. So our first mm -hmm. conversation, I think, was probably maybe a couple of weeks before. So mid-May. And um, I think I just realized like, I can't go to the gym anymore. I mean, I wasn't really going to the gym that much, <laughs> but I was like, but now that I can't. Appreciate um, the honesty. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I just kind of sat back and I took a look and, you know, my weight loss and gain journey has been a roller coaster like my entire life. And I was at a point again where, you know, my anxiety was super high. I felt unhealthy. I wasn't sleeping right. My moods, I was going through crazy mood swings. And I was just like, you know, I need to figure this out. Like I thought that I understood my body and that was that I could do copious amounts of cardio. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that would just solve all my problems. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> so I just felt like I was in this slump and I was like, you know what? We're in the midst of the pandemic. I have no excuses. I have literally all the time in the world to do this from home. I don't have to be in the gym where people can watch me and, you know, not laugh at me, but like I, I was hyper aware of, you know, people watching me in public yeah. spaces. So I just was like, you know what, like 
I had just sold my condo in a large city, bought a home here, had a nice chunk of change in the bank. And I was like, you have to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to do this for yourself. And, you know, our call, it, it, it made a lot of sense. You know, it was, it was a great introductory call that we had together. And I, at that point was like, I'm doing it. I have to do it because I need to make some changes. Um, You know, my parents are getting older and I think I kind of realized like, I can't help these people. I can't help my family unless I've helped myself. So Mm -hmm. it just was kind of coming together. The bricks were coming together and you just provided all the mortar, all the glue. (laughs) So that's kind of where it all started. Yeah. And it was almost, um, almost one year ago because Mm -hmm. it wasn't during summer when I was living in Mexico. And I think I've been out of there for less than a year now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not crazy how like how much can change and such like it, it yeah. if I would have told you when we first talked like hey in you know by the by this time next year in May you're gonna be in this place like man that's almost a year ago that's a really long time away and now that you're on the other side does it feel like it's been a long time since you started this no it, I I it's it's all been like I remember everything like it mm-hmm. it doesn't seem that long ago it and it's all been like really positive and maybe that's why it's it's super fresh for me but uh yeah the year flew by may 25th that was the day that i started and yeah. uh i'm 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 gonna take some i'm gonna take some photos on may 25th and i'm gonna i'll send them to you <laughs> be like look at this um yeah. yeah i don't know it's crazy it's crazy yeah it's may 25th, here. may 25th we're may 9th the day of this recording so um, yeah, like two weeks pretty much away from it being mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested in knowing what were some of the biggest struggle you had going into this, right? Because your, your initial, you had lost weight a little bit before you came into the program, right? Like yeah. what was your, what was your highest point? And then what point did you come into the program? So my highest point was, it was probably in my mid twenties. And, um, I was partying a lot, doing a lot of drugs. I I lived with (laughs) some, some party animals. Now we're all very tame and boring and still hang out. (laughs) But, uh, I remember they had a scale, the girls had a scale at the house and I stepped on the scale and I was like, Oh wow, I'm that weight. And then I realized, no, the scale only went up to that. And it was Mm -hmm. like 290. So I don't actually know how much I weighed. And I, I did. I was one of those ignorance is bliss things. I didn't want to know. Yeah. Um, and then coming into the program, I had busted my ass to try and drop some weight before because I knew I was going to have to take pictures of myself, which was almost the deciding factor as to why I didn't do this, uh, because yeah. I do not like, did not like people yeah, looking at me. I didn't, now. <laughs> now I don't care. <laughs> Look away. Um, but uh, I think I joined and it was like I was 259 and uh, I had done super cardio in order to drop. Was it was it 259? Nah, I think you're like 284, man. You were you were when I joined. No, 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 no. you weren't 284. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let me just see. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up really quickly. Um, but I just want to mention something while I pull up your stats. It's interesting and it's very common when a lot of you guys start. Yeah, it's like I don't like the initial photos. 
And I get that at first, you know, they're private. I don't share people's photo unless they don't want to. But yeah. the thing is, as you see progress, you kind of like, ah, I look good. You know, you can share them. It's great. I'm, I'm looking good. Yeah. So yeah. sorry, two, 259, basically yeah. like 258.9. Yeah. yeah. And you ended at like 185.8 was your lowest. And then like, yeah, yeah. 187. Yeah. So I've been, I've been really like, I'm still obviously doing run. I actually ran half marathon on the weekend, just myself. Um, yeah. and I'm at my, it was my personal best. It was like, uh, an hour and 44 minutes. And nice. I signed up for the same one that Angelina did in Toronto in October. And I estimated I would finish in an hour and 40. So I've got a couple of months to shave off four minutes. And That's I think I good. can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I have no, I have no worries that if someone's going to do it, it's going to be you. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, perfect. So you basically, yeah, you, you came in at like 259 yep. and what were, I don't think exercise was necessarily a struggle because you were like active, like you were running a lot. Like you didn't, I don't think you had an issue with exercising. Mm -hmm. So would you say that the main issue was nutrition and mm -hmm. was it potentially because you didn't know what to eat or you just like didn't care and you're like, I just want to eat this. No, you know, I would go through phases where I, I would try to eat super well or what I thought was super well. And a lot of the times that would be like, really low calories and not mm -hmm. understanding how a metabolism works. And, you know, I would, I, I think I basically put my metabolism to sleep. So I would, you know, reduce my calories down to probably like, I don't know, 1600, which yeah. now I can't even imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then coupling that with like running, I was running it was like five kilometers a day. And I thought it was, I thought it was Superman, but then I got a ton of injuries. Like I had like injuries that took me out for months. Um, yeah. And I just, I thought I knew what I was doing and, um, it was, it was totally, um, diet. Um, I was still eating dairy at the time, but I had been vegetarian for like 20 years prior to that. Um, but I didn't realize how much of a difference dairy actually made to me uh, mm. and it's it's insane uh, so uh, yeah I, I think I just thought I knew I was also drinking a lot and as we know yeah. <laughs> uh, that adds calories quite a bit yeah. um, so I, I was just doing everything wrong you know I wouldn't eat breakfast I would you know have my first meal like midday again metabolism mm. like <laughs> It was probably so sad. <laughs> so I was doing what I thought I should be doing. Um, yeah. But I came in the program and you were like, no, you're actually eating 2,800 calories and you're eating. And I was like, what the hell is going on? This is not going to work. And this is so much food. Yeah. And I was wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought I knew it, everything at that point. But boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that because I feel like mm. a lot of people, you can look at food and you could just by yourself identify like this is considered healthy. This is considered unhealthy. But mm -hmm. then um, you, like you said, you, you had good intentions, right? Because you were eating healthy food. You put yourself in a, a severe calorie deficit, but you still put yourself in a calorie deficit. You yeah. were being physically active, but it still didn't necessarily bring you to where you wanted to go, especially if you were to continue that, like for a few years, like I would have really like, Oh yeah. Messed you up weight wise. Um, and so 
yeah, I see this very often. People are eating healthy, they're being active, but it's not leading them to where they want to. So you doing this before and now having gone through the program and have lost 74 pounds and having seen how your nutrition needs to be structured, how your training needs to be structured. Yeah. What was different? What is different now versus what you were doing before from a nutrition and training standpoint? Well, before I wasn't working out with weights at all, which mm-hmm. I understand now is huge. And now I, I'm in love with working out with weights. Like I, I look forward to it because I can see before doing cardio, um, like I, I could lose weight and I would just, my body would just look weird. Uh, but working out with weights now, I, I can see like, like I have a shape and it's not just round. (laughs) It's like, it's changing. Like I can see it in my legs, my arms, my chest, like my back, like everything. And I, you get really addicted to seeing those results because it's, it's really powerful to realize you have this capability that you never knew existed before. I never, ever thought that I could do or have my body in the shape that it is right now. Um, and that, I mean, it's crazy. Like I, I still, like I was working out today and I was looking in the mirror and I was just like, fuck, oh my God, who is this? You're looking good. <laughs> but it's, you know, I thought it was eat tiny amounts, do copious amounts of cardio equals success. <laughs> Wrong. Like I, I remember you, when I first started, I think I was doing two cardio like workouts a week and I was like this isn't going to work (laughs) trust me (laughs) so and I I I think my first week I lost like five pounds or something crazy like that um and we had a lot of food yeah and understanding and like wrapping my head around the fact that you need to have continuous food to keep yourself fueled throughout the day and not just food but like good food Mm-hmm. food that will benefit you um like i still have not like suffered any sort of bloating since i joined this program which is insane because i would feel bloated all the time before and like uncomfortable like where you'd eat and you'd have to like undo your pants like mm-hmm. that doesn't that just doesn't happen anymore to me and like mind blown it's just everything just i don't know it, it, i was doing the opposite to what I actually needed to be doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it makes me happy to hear that because mm-hmm. um, like I said, the proper type of nutrition. So eating whole food plant-based made yeah. a huge difference. So and um, I'm really happy that you stuck with it. That's the big part, right? That's the, that's the bigger challenge we see is um, people coming in. It's like, that's too much food. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be eating all this food. I'm going to put on weight. And I appreciate that you trusted the process because yeah. We know when you fuel the body right with the right types of food, you can actually eat a ton of food and lose weight. Yeah. Right. And um, those those uh, lettuce lentil <laughs> wraps. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's a big portion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone has the same comment on those. Or the, the cauliflower. Oh, yeah, it's like five heads of cauliflower. Week. Yeah, I went grocery shopping and it was like buy eight heads of cauliflower. I'm like what? <laughs> yeah. No, but. Uh, I mean, how often do we get to complain that, oh man, I have to eat all this food for me (laughs) to lose weight, not even bulk to lose weight. Yeah. But (laughs) I mean, it works. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, I, I'm curious to know, like 70, you know, like we, we've had a ton of members. I've personally lost the max. I personally lost is 50 pounds. That was a long mm -hmm. time ago. Yeah. Um, we were in a bit of a different body type when I was at that 50 and I lost cause I was mm -hmm. bodybuilding. I'm very curious to know, like what changes have you seen in your body from losing 74 pounds? Um, and just terms of like physically, like if there was any like joint pain, knee pain, back pain, or is like improved things that happen. Like, I'm very curious to hear, like, what are some of the big changes you notice? Uh, well, with running specifically, like uh, before I had injuries, like I, I had like a groin injury that literally I couldn't run for three to four months. I would mm. try and it literally felt like I was being stabbed. Um, I also had shin splints all the time. And um, over this year, like, I don't, I don't have pain anymore. I don't have pain in my knees from running. I don't have pain in my feet. I don't have pain in my hips. I had one, like one incident with shin splint, but that was my own negligence. I should have got new shoes sooner. Um, but like, I, it was just, I remember I would get home from running and I would have to like sit down for a good, like 20 minutes to like calm my heart rate down, calm my like respiration down and like in order to like feel like I could stand up again and go on with my day I'd have to have like a 20 minute rest um yeah and now I don't have that the the, the difference in like how I feel while exercising is just like day and night um and like changes physically in my body I it's I don't know, everything, everything, everything looks different. Everything. Uh, like I was talking to my parents on the weekend and I said, so I've been pretty upfront with everybody and uh, letting everyone know that I'm having a tummy tuck because of all of my weight loss in October and on Halloween, uh, on Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> trick or treat. <laughs> um, so I had was telling my parents uh, that, you know, before when I had lost some weight from doing so much cardio, like I could bend over and my, like my skin just kind of was hanging. Like it was, you mm -hmm. know, not pretty, but now it's not. And it's, it's so weird. Like what I thought would never like retain its shape again. Like my stomach is, I mean, it's still not perfect and whatever it is, what it is. I'm still going to go through with surgery, but it's like exponentially better. I, something that I've been so self-conscious about literally since I was in my teens has actually started to, at the age of 40, transform into something that I could never have expected. Um, I'd never, like, I, I think I told you guys, like pe people at the gym, like bros came up to me and were like, hey, like, what's your leg workout? Like, you're, you've got great legs. And I'm like, me yeah <laughs> so it's just uh, literally like and having to take those um photos every week you know I think the biggest thing I noticed first was my back and mm -hmm. you know yeah. now I'm just like I, I'm just so happy seeing the results because I was typically I guess a naysayer like I didn't expect I thought I'd lose some weight but like I completely, everything has transformed, but even like mentally, like I'm such yeah. a different person now too. Um, that's been really big also. So 
I'm kind of going on a tangent, but literally every everything has changed. I I, I can't think of anything that hasn't. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate you sharing that. And tangents are fine. I it, it makes me really happy to hear that because like you did. Um, that is why I do all of this is to hear like the fact that yeah. you changed your life. Like that's that's huge to me. That means everything. Yeah. I'm curious what what were like. What were some of the key things that you think made you successful in the program? Um, really making an effort. Like I, when I first joined, I made sure that I made every call that I possibly could. I made connections with people that were um, maybe that I normally wouldn't, mm -hmm. uh, but I really their stories really resonated with me. Um, and I'm, I'm glad for those connections because I have so many amazing friends from the program that I still keep in touch with daily. Um, mm -hmm. So it was really kind of getting rid of the excuses and making myself accountable and moving stuff around. Like, again, I was really fortunate that this was during the pandemic, but even now I, I could, I could find time to make the calls. Like uh, it's just really embracing the program and doing absolutely everything that I possibly could. Um, you know, listening to the podcast, like I went back and I listened to podcasts for people that I didn't even meet. And I think I told you, uh, Stacy, um, yeah. yeah, like her, I, I wish I knew her because she's she, awesome. Like I just smiled through the whole thing and like hearing people's journeys and people's stories were, were really important. Um, because you pick out bits and pieces and, mm -hmm. you know, you form those bonds with people. And I think having that, you know, familial feeling like the bond between people also keeps you accountable because you want to show up because your friends are there and you want to mm -hmm. make sure that they're doing okay and that they're not struggling. And, you know, it was just really doing everything I possibly could. And I did. Um, and I think that's what really contributed to my success was just following everything and, you know, not making excuses because we can make excuses for ourselves very easily. Um, and I just didn't let myself, you know, I, I think that a lot of people, uh, that have done this program or are in this program are probably people pleasers and, you know, have spent their entire life doing things for other people. And I think it just kind of dawned on me that it's time for you. Like you need to do this for you. You need to be accountable for you. So shut up and do it. Like stop making excuses. And that's kind of the mentality that I, I kept throughout the program. And like, I don't think I deviated, like, as you know, I didn't even drink alcohol mm -hmm. for from May 25th until my 40th birthday, which was August yeah. 27th. Yeah. And, and not that I had a problem, but like my social circle was like, let's go for drinks. Let's go do this. Let's, you know, go to the beach. We'll have drinks. Um, so I was very, <laughs> very neurotic about it at first, but you know what? I'm glad that I was because I got into that rhythm that I needed to get into. 
Um, and it, it was super successful for me. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to recap that because you said a lot of really good things. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but basically attending all the group calls and it's true. When you started, you were on all the group calls and we yep. do see a high correlation between members who succeed and those who struggle a little bit more. And it all comes down to the attendance of group call being a part of the community. I love what you said about making personal connections because it's true. Like I know like, like Darcy and Chris and everyone, when it was time to work out or miss a workout, like you guys would connect with each other and you do feel accountable to everyone else. Um, yep. And then you talked about like just following the plan, following mm -hmm. the nutrition, following the training. And you talked about making excuses, um, which obviously like is something we all come up to with at one point or some point in the transformation. But where did you find that that came up the most often for you where you had to like overcome it? Because, you know, as much as you lost 74 pounds and people are listening, like, oh, yeah, I might crush it. Like you had your hard days. You yeah. had your days where you didn't want to stick to nutrition. You had your days where you didn't want to, to work out. You didn't want to wake up to do the session. Like what were some of the excuses that were coming up for you? And like what made you over overcome them? Mm, I think I just, you know, I, oh, you know, you're tired. You deserve a day off, you know one day is not going to make a difference, which very quickly could turn into two days. And, yeah. you know, food too, like the snacking, like, you know, like I, I love snacks. I love food in general. <laughs> and so, you know, I remember being very tempted and I just, I mean, now, now that I, I feel like I haven't understood, I feel like I understand my body and how it operates, which is a fantastic feeling. But back then I didn't. So the excuses that I would try to, my brain was making, I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't give into it. Um, I, I said to like my partner, Brad, I said, you know, remind me if I ever complain remind me that you will never regret exercising after the fact, because I'm one of those people that after I exercise, I feel like a million bucks. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm happy, you know, you'll never regret putting in the effort and, you know, you can rest afterwards. So yeah. I, I have a lot of, I, I had a lot of internal dialogues with myself. It, it's like an inner struggle some days, you know, like an inner battle. And um, food too, you know, as much as I wanted to, I would, I would, I just, I didn't let myself, like, I don't think there were many weeks where I didn't have an adherence of like nine or 10 on yeah. my nutrition through the entire program. But, but, oh gosh, I made excuses, but I, I was able to overcome them. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know where this willpower came from, yeah. but uh, you're committed. I think that I was, was a big difference. Yeah. Like you yeah. were, you had motivation, which as you know, it comes and goes, but I think you were just committed to the process, yeah. like regardless what showed up. Yeah. I, I needed to be because I had like blood pressure issues, cholesterol issues. When I first came in, like I had that mysterious illness that where I was having, like my blood pressure was going up into like the stroke zone and I was getting lightheaded and shaky. And I saw cardiologists and I saw respirologists and allergists. And anyway, like that's all gone now. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I realized that I had probably done a lot of irreparable damage to myself. And, you know, I owed it to myself to 
stop making excuses and to actually just give it a shot. It's a, it was a point in time where, you know, I said, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But this is such a small point in your lifetime where you can dedicate 100% to this. It's, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to lose anything. The junk food is still going to be there. It's probably <laughs> going to be is... more of it by the time you're out. They come <laughs> up with new ones every day. Yeah. So I just, you know, somehow I was able to talk myself off those ledges and, and force myself to do it. I know it's not easy for everybody to do that, but I think it's important to have those inner dialogues and kind of look at both sides of the spectrum. You know, I try, I try to rationalize a lot and it worked for me. But, uh, but, oh yeah, there were, there were many days where I didn't want to do what I should have been doing. Yeah. Well, let's not discount that. Like it was hard for you to like, yeah, oh, yeah. this decision as is for you know, everyone in the tribe right now, it's, it's challenging yep. to do the right thing consistently yep. all the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you brought up your partner, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious as to what impact it's had on him to see you eat healthy and bring new types of food into the house, because you explained the way you were living before, usually a partner kind of falls along the same lines as how you were living previously. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious of seeing you train, lose the weight, the way you've been eating, has that had any impact on, on him as well? <laughs> None. Sorry, honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, he's very supportive, which uh, is fantastic. Um, and, you know, he, will look for things when he goes grocery shopping and pick things up for me that, you know, fit into the program. Um, but he is polar opposite. He is a, uh, I always say like, if you're going to a 10 year old's birthday party and you look <laughs> at what's being served, that's what he eats. Um, so sadly, uh, he was, you know, the way he was raised, there was not a lot of vegetables. There was not a lot of, you know, like, I think when we first started dating, he, he, I made him try cucumber for the first time, like bizarre, (laughs) bizarre, but, um, yeah, there actually, there have been some changes. He now loves hummus. Nice. Um, yeah. So (laughs) small, but, uh, but there are some. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I I appreciate the honesty because I think there's like, there's two sides to that you know, one part is, you know, the seed has been planted for him to see what's possible when you actually do all these things. So you're living oh, yeah. proof of it now. And you seeing him seeing you live this life is just you watering the seed literally yeah. every single day. Right. And, but the opposite part also shows your level of strength to have your partner eat different types of food that wouldn't be serving you and you being able to stay on track with it. Cause I like, yep. that's hard. Like we, you know, we tell a lot of members on the group calls, like don't have the food in your house. Cause if you don't see it, it's easier to not eat it. But like you had it <laughs> in oh, the house. It was here. It was very, <laughs> very here. <laughs> yeah. 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 And food is such a social aspect. It's such an important part of relationship. And so like for that, I applaud you because that's really challenging. That's what breaks a lot of people in, yeah. in trying to make those healthy decisions. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm curious now, now looking back, being in a dis- different place in your life, that's my favorite, like one of my favorite questions, was the investment worth it for you to go through this whole process? Yeah, totally. Uh, so much so that I did it. I did another, what was it? Six months or five months yeah. after yeah, my new- first. Yeah. Um, totally. I mean, the fact that I feel like a 
new person. I, I, I mean, you can't put a price on that. Um, I just, all the, all the positives, you know, certainly outweigh um, any, any cost. Um, yeah, no, it, it was a no brainer. I would do it again. Absolutely. And do you think that you've been equipped now with the right knowledge for you to move forward with the rest of your life with how to fuel yourself and how to exercise? Absolutely. Um, I tell everybody that I, I, my body craves good food now. I, I, I mean, there are times where other food may be around, but like I get up, like I forget who it was we were talking about in the call the other day about how someone still has oatmeal every morning for breakfast. And I'll oh, see. Yeah, same. Um, and, you know, I, I just feel like now I understand my body, what it needs to do like daily living. Um, mm -hmm. Same with exercise. I didn't go when gyms opened back up again. I didn't go because again, I was so worried about people watching me and like laughing at me for not knowing what to do. And, you know, now that the program and how you structured it, I'm still living that. Like mm -hmm. I'm still doing you know, day one, day two, cardio, day one, day two, different day one, different day two, or yeah. day three, day four, cardio, and then rest day. And like, I, I understand what body groups to like separate, you know, by days. And um, it just, I, it's, it comes naturally now. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not often, sitting around thinking, hmm, like, what do I need to do? What do I need to eat? Like, I feel like it's just, it just happens now. It's just my body naturally knows what it wants. And I know if I deviate, or if I do something, I know what the repercussions are. I know how I'm going to feel the next day. I know I'm going to feel inflamed. And I think to myself, is it worth it? Um, but no, I just, you know, the, the program is so uh, set up that it's easy to follow. Mm -hmm. um, even the food, like it just, I know now, like, yeah, you've got your three meals, but you're going to throw in a mid-morning snack. You're going to throw in a smoothie as well. Like, I'm never really hungry, which is strange. <laughs> but well, you're uh, reverse dieted too. You, you get yes. a lot of food now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still in that. And, uh, and I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> totally not complaining but uh no it's been super really easy to follow after being gone but I was really worried about that I was mm -hmm. worried because you know I had that I don't want to call it a crutch but I had the support um yeah. for pretty much 11 months um but I I surprised myself it you know it just naturally flowed like I'm I still feel like I'm in the program I'm still logging my food I'm still logging my workouts um, I'm still attending group calls with people that I met in the program it's like I'm mm -hmm. living the program without being in the program <laughs> yeah so it's yeah it's it's been great
Yeah. Well, I'm really happy that you're still connected with some of the members, right? Like there yeah. are Fatigan alumni group. So for those mm-hmm. of you guys that don't know that are the program is an alumni group for after you're done. We just had our first group call as well. <laughs> yeah. Po- post post program. Um, and I, I wanted to ask you a question of what out of, out of everything that you've got through the program, like what's been the best non-fitness benefit that yeah. you got out of the whole 11 months? I would say, um, just my, I don't want to say mental health, but like the, the changes that I can see in myself mentally, like now I don't have anxiety when I go places. Like I didn't like to go to restaurants before. I didn't like people watching me eat. I didn't like going just anywhere where there was a lot of people. And now I, it, I don't even think about it. So my anxiety is gone. Um, and there are relationships that I had that were not serving me and were not bringing joy to my life and were doing nothing but, you know, create negativity. And I, through the program, you know, other people have struggled with that too, realize that, that life is too short to put up mm-hmm. with bullshit. So yeah. you, you know, you cut your ties and you take control of your life and be less of a people pleaser and just take care of yourself. And, and I feel like that's what I'm doing. And I feel so good with the people that I have surrounding me right now. Uh, I feel great about myself. I have better relationship. Well, you remember from the first podcast, me talking about my family um, and how shitty they were when I was a growing boy, (laughs) very growing boy, but um, I have a a better relationship with my family too. And, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about things that happened in the past and, you know, I just feel I'm able to, you know, approach those topics that maybe before I would have shied away from. I just, I think I just feel so good about who I am in my relationships, like, and just as a person in general, and I've never had that before. And like, Mm -hmm. it's so bizarre to actually not give a shit about shit (laughs) anymore. And just do uh, you. Yeah. And like, who knew it would feel so good. (laughs) It's a lot less stressful. It is. It is. And um, yeah, I mean, that's been, it's been pretty huge for me. So just, I guess, kind of discovering my own self-worth and like realizing, Mm. you know, what makes me thrive and um, kind of taking steps to, to get there. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Cause yeah, you, you only have one life to live. You only have one Mm -hmm. body and I'm, I find that interesting. And I love hearing that because earlier you said like, you know, just like you and a lot of people in the program, like, and then myself included, like we attract who we are. So we have a lot of similar traits. Um, we're people pleasers, right? Mm-hmm. And so when did that shift take place for you where you realize like, well, I need to put myself first because you just said a, a ton of amazing things that a lot of people wish they could experience mm-hmm. and they're not experiencing it because they're being people pleasers yep. and you're experiencing it because you put yourself first, which sounds yeah. super counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that hearing 
he, like dealing with it myself is different than hearing everybody else in the tribe and their stories. And I remember hearing people talk and think, thinking like, oh, well, here's the solution. Just screw them. Do this for yourself. And I think it was like, after a while, I know Nicole, um, I super related to very mm -hmm. early on. Um, and I think through developing our relationship and talking, I think it was at that point where I realized like, I'm giving somebody advice that I'm not living myself. And I mm -hmm. think it just dawned on me. And that would have been probably within like the first three months. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, you, you have to practice what you preach because like, I, I always say like, Oh, I'm great with advice, but like, I never take my own advice. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try and take my own advice. And I did. And uh, no, it was great. It, the same thing about like why I wanted to start. I realized that I had to put myself first in order to take care of my family and to take care of my responsibilities and to be successful in life, I need to be healthy, uh, which I never was. Um, yeah. So I think it was just like, you know, a couple of variables that just kind of came together very organically. Um, yeah. And it just like, I had like an aha moment where I was like, wait a minute, I need to do this. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was pretty early on. And then once I started, it was like a snowball. I was just like, this is amazing. And I just kept going. Yeah. You built momentum in the right direction, basically. For sure. With, with, yeah. It's definitely, um, and I just want for people listening to like, that's the power of you putting yourself first is like mm -hmm. all the benefits that Matt just said that he got was simply because he put himself first. He was able to improve every other relationship that he wanted to improve and his environment and the people that are not serving him were able to be removed and the people that are serving you are able to stay right mm -hmm. like you said life is short you just want to keep good people around you yeah and you have to have some difficult conversations sometimes because sometimes oh, yeah. it's it's your family members that are the ones who are dragging you down and you know it's uncomfortable sometimes but you know if you don't say anything you're not going to make any progress and um I definitely had some of those conversations like yesterday was mother's day. I made dinner for my mom, which was vegan. And she came over and I was like, Oh yeah, I just, I ran 21 kilometers on the weekend. And she's like, Oh yeah. How long did that take you? Like four hours. You're a slow runner. It's like, <laughs> who are you? It's like, I ran it in an hour and 44 minutes. And I had people sending me messages on like Instagram that were like, amazing that's an amazing time. That's yeah. an amazing pace. It was like a pace of four minutes and like 50 some odd seconds. And my mom was like, yeah, you're slow. Just like, <laughs> these are the that's comments. Fast, man. That's like, that's, it is a good pace. And that's so funny. Your mom <laughs> said that that's such like a, <laughs> yeah, they're very, she is one of those like tends or trends more towards negativity. So <clears throat> We've, we've had to have a lot of those hard conversations where I'll tell her this conversation is not doing anything for me. So I'm going to walk away from it. And this is what I want our next conversation to sound like. And then yeah. mic drop, peace. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, mom. Walk out. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fast runner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. But just, just to put it in perspective, when I ran my half, I did in one hour and 33. So you're like, you're like right there. I'm trying. You, your, your pace is really fast. Like, like 
for the, what, what was your pace before for, for the runners that are listening? What was your pace when you first started the program? And like right now, what's your, are you averaging for? Oh, uh, I was probably around six, six minutes a kilometer. Um, and now it's an hour for 10 K. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even more actually. I could look back, but I think it, uh, yeah, probably more. Um, but yeah. Now you're mm-hmm. sub 50 minutes for 10 K. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's a faster, a minute per kilometer faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people and I, would, would kill for that. <laughs> and I <laughs> ran the, the Scotiabank, um, Toronto half marathon. Ah, I don't know how many years ago it would have been, uh, like 15 years ago when I was mm-hmm. in somewhat better not better than now but like somewhat better shape than what i normally was and i did it in like two hours and like two minutes so part of me was like i'm doing this again i'm doing it for myself i just want to see what the difference is like i can i can run that now and not be hobbling around like an elderly man afterwards which I think it took me like a week to recover after I ran it the last time. And I was in my twenties yeah. at that point, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. When, so, so we'll when's in the next race you signed up for, you said that uh, for in Toronto. Yeah. It's October 18th. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. right before your surgery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Sub 140. Oh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Yeah. It's going to happen. And I love, <laughs> I love running in the summer too. So this will be. This, I, and I've got like, you know, you know, before I left the program too, like talking with coach Sarah, like we kind of talked about a game plan on like, you know, these days you want to work on Hills. These days you want to work on speed. These days you just want to do distance runs. And, um, you know, I've been kind of keeping that up also with the leg workout, well, the whole body yeah. workouts, but like, it's making a difference, which I, yeah. again, never thought it would. <laughs> Yeah. But oh, it, it's, yeah. it's the biggest thing for running is strength training. And yeah. that's why, like, that's why you're going to look like a good fit runner. That's why most yeah. runners just like look floppy because they don't have muscle tone <laughs> and yeah. they don't have muscle endurance in their legs. Right. Like, you know, for a half marathon, your heart's not really going to be a thing that gives out. It's your legs that are going to give no. out. So you need to train your legs. Yeah. 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 Um, so w- one question I always like to ask everyone is, you know, there's probably someone listening to the episode that is, um, you know, somewhat in your shoes of what you're in yeah. before you join the program. Yeah. So what would you say to that person that is hesitant to put themselves first? Cause that's a big one, um, that everyone does with, I deal with as well is putting yeah. yourself first. So yeah. what you to someone that like needs to do this for their health and for longevity and you ju- just to finally, you know, feel like you lose 74 pounds, runs half marathon yeah. on the weekend. Um, what would you say to that person? I think, and you know what, I think my answer might be the same as what I did before or what I said before months ago, which is, you know, you owe it to yourself because again, you like myself, like I was a people pleaser my entire life and I never did anything for me. I didn't think that I was worth the effort. And, and, you know, I think people just need to understand like, you have to take care of yourself. Like you are worth it. Like you, and and the program, it, it certainly uncovers a lot of things that a lot of, a lot of the feels that, you know, maybe you don't like to experience or haven't experienced, but it's, it's a cathartic experience. And it it made me, you know, I, I never regretted one minute of it. And, you know, 
like I said, we spend so much of our lives doing things for other people and, you know, do something for you um, mm -hmm. because you'll be in a better position to support your, your clan, your group. Um, I, I just, you know, now it's just so obvious to me that I should have been doing that all along. Um, and I'm going to continue living my life that way. Um, but I, I know it's hard to do, but you have to do it because mm -hmm. like you said, there's only, there's only, you only have one life. And, you know, when I'm 80 and I look back, I, I'm going to say, okay, yeah, maybe the first, you know, 35, 40 years, you know, uh, you know, I, I would have done things a little bit differently, but not now, like mm -hmm. where I'm at now in life, like this is, it feels great. Um, I, I wouldn't change it. Um, I would just remind people that you owe it to yourself to, you know, feel the best you can. Yeah. Oh, beautiful words. And I just want to say that I'm really proud of you. I know you know that, but I'm, I'm really proud of you. Like you've changed your own life. Um, you know, you did all the hard workouts, you stuck to nutrition, even if it was uncomfortable, inconvenient, even when you didn't want to. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure as you know, you've inspired a lot of members in a tribe, a lot of people look up to you. And so, um, yeah, just, I'm very proud of you and big, thank you for jumping on the podcast again. Yeah. Really thanks for having it. me. I, I, I certainly don't mind talking about my experience. Uh, some people probably wish I would shut up about it, but, um, I don't no, think it's so. been, <laughs> it's been so impactful and, uh, yeah, I'll talk to anybody who is willing to listen. So yeah, no, I, I, I owe everything to, to the program. I, yeah, can't thank you guys enough. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. You did all the hard work and, uh, and, and for everyone listening, um, if you want a little bit more information as to how Matt was able to transform and you'd like to connect with our team. There's a link down below. If you go to fitvegan.ca, you can see our team actually added photos of uh, coach Sarah and coach Nicole on there. So you kind of nice. get to meet the team. Uh, but you guys, there's a link right there for you guys to apply and book your free strategy call. And it'll jump on a call with our goal setting coach and just kind of discuss what your goals are, where you want to go, what needs to change, which needs to be improved and uh, potentially see if it'd be a good fit for us to work together. Um, so yeah, head over to the link down below and Matt, I want to say massive thank you for jumping on the podcast again. And, uh, excited for for your marathon race thank you i'll keep you posted for sure sounds good okay. thank you for listening if you enjoyed the episode and would like to support please share it with others that would benefit from it share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review you can also follow me on instagram at maxim underscore official and on youtube at fit vegan the links will also be in the show notes i'll see you in the next episode